beautiful friends and welcome to Joyfully You podcast. So I had a friend that was asking me about food, okay, and how to manage our relationship with food. And so I'm just going to dive right on into it. If you are new to the show, welcome. My name is Kelsey Lowe. Um, I'm a self-love and empowerment coach and I primarily use Instagram as my platform to connect with you guys. And so if you haven't connected with me yet, um, on Instagram, you can check it out at Kelsey Lowe show. Um, and it actually was a lovely woman from the UK that sent me a message. She found joyfully podcast and she asked me about food, you know, how I manage my relationship with food, how I, um, you know, I, I'm guessing it's more of like how, how to continue to love myself even when. And so that's like the one prompt that I use a lot is, am I willing to love myself even when? And sometimes I can feel so out of alignment, like that, that sentence just feels hollow. You know, am I, will I willing to love myself even when, when I'm like, I don't care, I just want to eat. Um, but what I've noticed is for me, everything is emotional and I want you to really hear this. It's never really about the food. It's about the vibration of the food. And we will eat the food that is in a similar vibration to how we are feeling. So if we are feeling like shit, we are going to reach for shit to eat. If we are feeling amazing on fire, we're going to want to put the most nutritious and healthy, yummy foods into our body, right? So however we are feeling is going to determine what kind of food we're wanting to eat. But here's the caveat, the caveat, right? The foods that we determine or categorize as good foods and bad foods, right? This is good. This is bad. If I eat this, I am good. If I eat this, I am bad. We need to remove the sense of identity from the food. Like the biggest thing that makes food unhealthy is the guilt associated that you feel when you eat it. If you eat something and you're having guilt around it, it's just probably, this sounds like so out there, but this is like what I think about is like, oh my gosh, I'm going to gain weight so much faster if I eat this with guilt and self-hate. But if I eat this slowly and savor it and I think about like, "Mm, no, I bless this into my body. I love this food. Like this In-N-Out cheeseburger, I bless this holy meal into my body, right? You know, and I try to be as mindful as I can. But there's been times, especially over this, over the year of 2020, (laughs) yay, January 2021, (laughs) but over the year of 2020, now being able to reflect and look back, there were many times that I ate my emotions. You know, I was using food as a numbing agent to avoid my feelings. And I can, I have done this with weed. I have done this with food. I have done this with cigarettes. Um never actually done it with alcohol as much because my body fucking hates it. I get so sick so easily. So, but there's been so many different things and it doesn't matter if it's a joint, a cigarette or a cheeseburger. It doesn't matter what it is. They all are doing the exact same thing. If we are consuming them with excessiveness, they are numbing the feelings that subconsciously we are avoiding feeling. Okay. So If you want to know what you are avoiding feeling, pause, take a break, take a moment. And if you can even go an hour or 30 minutes past the craving of whatever it is that you're wanting and sit with yourself and open up your journal to sit with yourself and do some breathing techniques to sit with yourself and go for a walk. 
And whatever thoughts or emotions start to come up, even if it starts to feel like anxiety, if it starts to feel like tears, if it starts to feel like anger, if it starts to feel like nothing, you're just like, well, what the fuck? I don't know. I just want this. You know, we are trying to fulfill our passion or, or I mean, our satisfaction, right? We're trying to fulfill and be stimulated by something, to feel something. And food is a huge source of pleasure, right? We want to feel pleasure. Um, and so if we can pleasure our senses in other ways before the pleasure of taste, right? And so going for a walk, getting outside, putting on music, or maybe making, I mean, because it, it's not just about the food. Yes, of course, there's dietitians out there that will tell you which foods are best. And, you know, like general rule of thumb, if it's grown from the ground, it's full of nutrition because God doesn't mess around, <laughs> you know? There's so many amazing foods out there, but this isn't about the food. This is about the emotions. This is about your feelings. Because I know if you're listening to Joyfully You podcast, you are my kind of girl because you we we are connected. I get you and you get me. Like it is about the emotions, the emotional state. And so it can be our ego trying to trick us thinking, oh, I need to eat the right foods. It's like, no, you need to, we need to feel the emotions and the feelings. And there's sometimes when we have to trust the process. Like I had like such a, I, I'm going to call it a release where it felt like anxiety building up. And then all of a sudden I'm, I was crying and then just let myself cry and let myself feel it because I honestly haven't been able to the past couple months, like finishing up this year of 2020, I was feeling kind of numb. I was feeling just kind of disconnected and not like myself, not feeling like not feeling connected to my heart. I was feeling very disconnected, very disassociated, very like on the protective side. I would feel feeling on the defense to life, right. Of like needing to protect myself. Like I wasn't feeling comfortable. Um, and I'm still working through that because I've been a digital nomad this year and I chose to move out in January of my house to travel around the world this year and this year the world shut down. And so I removed so much of my comfort and my safety to pursue my dreams, to pursue um, the things that I really love and it comes with it comes with discomfort, right? I removed my comfort. So I've been really fucking uncomfortable. (laughs) Let's just get, let's just call it what it is. I've been uncomfortable. And when we're uncomfortable, it's like all the stuff comes up and it's that invitation to process it or avoid it and let it simmer and let it fester And, you know, there was many times like where I felt like over 2020, especially when I was feeling in a funk, guys, I have gained probably 15 pounds, 15 to 20 pounds in two months. So coming home, like I've been in Mexico for most of 2020, I came home in November and I, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, which I know I can because you're my people, you're listening to this and we're on the self-love journey together. And I didn't realize it then, but I realize it looking back now, I was throwing a fucking pity party. I was throwing a pity party. I was like, poor me, boo on this. I'm going to eat my feelings. I'm not at the beach anymore. I'm cold. I'm depressed. I'm feeling this. I don't want to be here. I don't like my situation. I wish I had my house. I was in a complete spiral of like I should haves. 
it shouldn't be like this, right? I was in denial of what is. And there's, there's this incredible, I don't even remember, he was a Benedictine monk, but he was saying that the way that we choose suffering is by being in denial with what is. And that's exactly the state that I was in. And once I kind of have, and I've been shifting out of it, honestly, coming on this little Mexico vacation back here has been supporting me a lot and shifting out of that fucking pity party of realizing that and coming back into my power. And so I just want to be a loving interruption of noticing if you have been in a pity party, if you have been feeling sorry for yourself or feeling bad for yourself, and if you have been, I want to remind you that you are so fucking powerful and that it literally is little things day by day that make you proud of yourself that will compound. You know, the things that was being like, the, the little engine starters for making myself proud was not snoozing my alarm, which I'm still building that habit back because I just lost a lot of my habits over Christmas break. I just fucking, oh my God, just almost like reverted back to how I was before I was even in the coaching world. Bef- you know, like it felt like some of these old patterns just came back up to be purged for me to be able to look at, and maybe they were coming up, yes, for me to be able to process of how to understand them again, and to be able to then share it with you, you know, like this is, um, I try to look at everything in my life as what am I learning from this, but I can't teach on something until I fully processed it, right, like if I'm in a state of just feeling like, who am I to do this, I can't do this, I'm not her, I'm not that person anymore, you know, like I was letting the weight of the world really get to me, I was, and Tears, for me, move stuck energy. And when I move stuck energy and I give myself permission to feel, it's also trusting the process because you can't be like, okay, so this afternoon be a nice scheduled time to stand and feel. I'm going to do that and put that on my to-do list. Oh, girl, if I could, I wish I would. It'd be so convenient. Be like, all right, this afternoon we got some healing scheduled. <laughs> you know, like that's so not going with the flow of things to schedule healing in a way. Um, and so what I want to remind you is to love yourself even when, right? It's loving yourself even when you binge eat, right? Loving yourself even when you smoke a pack of cigarettes, in one night, (laughs) loving yourself even when, even when, even when, am I willing to love myself even when, right? Because you get to love your light, the side of you that you love, and you get to love the side of you that isn't your favorite, the shadow side and the light side. Um, And creating an I am statement for yourself, because this has been an anchor for me in every situation, whether it's conflict with myself, conflict with other people, whatever the situation might be. I will always remind myself of, I'll ask, who do I want to be right now? Who do I want to be? Who do I get to be? And I have an I am statement already. So have that prepared or open your journal and ask yourself, who do I want to be? Maybe it's with a specific person. Maybe it's with your relationship with food, right? You know, because food loves you. It doesn't hate you and it's not out to get you. It's just we live in a society where food has been, is like a drug. And the times that I've broken food addictions with things, um, 
yes, it's all about the emotions, not the actual food, but I learned how addicted I was to food by leaving the country. When I first left the country, I moved to Costa Rica in 2014. I quit my corporate job. I was eating KFC snackers, you know, those little chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I was eating those like probably like three to four times a week for lunch. <laughs> I was always on the go. It was convenient, fast food. Like that was what I needed. I didn't. And I was just a lot of, a lot of coffee, a lot of coffee, a lot of McDonald's breakfast sandwiches too, you know, but then when I moved to Costa Rica, I was around their lifestyle, you know, and they eat fruit every morning with beans and rice. You know, there's chicken, there's, there's vegetables, there's fresh fruit everywhere and there's smaller portions and, you know, I'm more active and it was just all these different things that made me realize what my relationship with food was, you know, and we don't always have the luxury of going to another country that allows us to see a new way of food and it changes, right? Sometimes if you're like, no, well, (laughs) what can I do now? Um, it's checking in with your emotions. What am I avoiding feeling? And keep asking yourself that. What am I avoiding feeling? And you might not always be able to answer it right away. I know that for me, I haven't. The past couple of weeks, it was like, what am I avoiding feeling? Because I definitely felt, um, I felt like this barrier between me and the world around me. Like I was trying to, like I was just distancing myself. It was a protective wall, I felt. And, you know, think about how, th- oh my gosh, and think about how that manifests, right? I felt like I needed a protective wall. So over these past two months, I've eaten a lot. So what has that done? It's gained weight. So what has that done to my body? It's created thickness. It's created more of a, quote unquote, protective wall. It's all about our emotions. The harmony we can create with ourselves of being able to notice that we are not our actions as much as we can, we can say we are like, for example, if you feel like, Oh my God, I ate a bunch of shitty food. I'm a shitty person. That is shame. That's shaming yourself for the food. But if you say, Oh my gosh, I ate a bunch of shitty food and I don't feel good. And I feel kind of guilty about it. Like that's having guilt about an action. So guilt is when you feel remorse about doing something. Shame is when you feel remorse about who you are, right? And so be very clear with your mind and with yourself that, okay, this is just, I'm having a moment. I'm, I'm in a response to something right now. You know, if you ever feel like you're having a moment of being out of control with food, um, and as a practical tip, you know, things that really work for me is incorporating way more liquids. And so in the mornings, Um, I drink organified green juice every single morning. This has changed my life from my brain fog, from not feeling just, not just, not, you know, helping clarity in the morning and my digestive system, right? So first thing in the morning, being able to drink the green juice, I go to the bathroom right away. It's awesome because you feel like just empty, you know, you feel good, um, And if I'm ever like really like, oh geez, I've really been like binging or I haven't been taking care of myself, um, I will juice. I've invested in a juicer. I highly recommend you invest in one, especially if you're living somewhere where things are shut down and you don't have access to the same things that you normally do. It is a pain in the butt to juice, but it is a investment into your self-love and celery juice is freaking incredible. (laughs) 
but you have to be careful. Like I've pooped my pants, you guys. I've pooped my pants from celery juice, but it is like this detox reset. Drink it when you can stay at the house so you can easily go to the bathroom. Um, but even just doing one day of that and not the whole day, just until like noon and then eat a meal. But if you can be able to use liquids to kind of throw off, um, some of the eating that's been happening. So you can be able to connect with yourself, right? Opening up your journal, going for a walk, switching up your environment temporarily if you can, and then consume and doing things like this, right? Listening to a podcast, listening to other people that also have experienced the same things is it's about the emotions and it's, it's giving yourself love of asking yourself, what am I avoiding feeling? And then affirming to yourself, Hey, I love you. It's safe to feel whatever it is. It's all good. I love you. Okay. You know, and sometimes you get to just also, maybe it's not shaming yourself about the food instead of saying, I'm going to enjoy this. I give myself permission to enjoy this versus bringing the guilt in with it. So I hope you guys have liked this episode of Joyfully You podcast. I don't talk about food that often ever really. And this has been a question that came into my DMs and Instagram. And so I wanted to share my opinion and my perspective on it. Um, Bless everything you eat into your body. Whether you believe it's good, bad, right or wrong, whatever, bless it into your body if you're going to put it in your mouth. I love, I, I, I really believe that like the thing that makes the food unhealthy is the guilt associated with it. And so remove the guilt and enjoy your food connect with your emotions. You don't need a diet. You need to be able to feel what's been going on. You probably need a really good cry. You need to reset your energy points. And what I've noticed for myself too, what I've really been needing to work on is my consumption on my cell phone. You know, notice if your adrenaline system's kind of shot where you're reaching for your phone for satisfaction all the time, your sleeping habits are all off. You know, that's like our rhythm. That's where if we have been getting a lot of like our dopamine hits from food rather than from activities or people, right? You know, if we're not in the same social situations, our body is still going to reach for sources of pleasure and that's where food starts to come in. And so notice asking, maybe asking yourself, what are things that bring me joy and pleasure in my life? And making a list of what are the things that bring you joy? What are the things that really make you happy? And then asking, how can I start to incorporate some of these things and setting plans for them. Because when you set a plan for something, then you actually are able to experience the joy because you're looking forward to doing it. And then if you invite someone that's your family or a friend or someone close to be able to participate in whatever that is with you, it makes it even, at times it can make it even more exciting because it's, it's nurturing our relationships. So Make a list of what makes you happy because when you start to bring a little bit more of that, those things into your life and by actually making the time to do it, say, yes, I'm worthy of experiencing joy. I'm not a piece of shit. I am amazing. And even if I don't feel amazing, I know that there's a version inside of me that is and it's okay. How can I do one thing that makes myself proud today? And I hope that maybe that one thing is opening up your journal, writing out a couple things, like what brings me joy? And then asking yourself, what have I been avoiding feeling? And just letting whatever comes up, come up, okay? 
And if any tears start to flow or whatever else, just affirm yourself like, I love you anyways, Kelsey. I love you anyways. Who Talk to yourself. You have to let another version of yourself, this backseat participant in your life, in your, your mind, your subconscious, like speak to that other version of yourself whenever you're not feeling worthy, whenever you're not feeling enough, whenever you're feeling like you're dropping the ball, you know, love yourself even though. And little by little, you will start to see changes. Sometimes we get these big leaps and these big changes, but most of the time it is little by little and it always comes down to our emotional state and how in harmony we feel with ourselves. And so you are worthy of love. You are worthy of joy. You are worthy of contentment. You are worthy of success. You are worthy of all of it. All of it. And even if you don't feel good in your body, your body is beautiful. And it is a vessel that gets to hold your soul. And, you know, how many times have you looked back at a photo from five years ago? You're like, wow, I look so good. And you remember that you felt insecure when that photo was taken. I hear that so much from, especially my mom. You know, my mom has been insecure about her body and she has looked back at photos and she's like, oh my gosh, I remember feeling insecure then. And I would kill to have that body, you know? And so I just think about that so often. And so I try to embrace my body as much as I can, even when I don't feel completely comfortable because I know that I have felt thinner and lighter. It's a part of the process that the only way I'm going to get back to feeling light is if I allow love into my being of how I'm operating in my body. Like meaning like how I'm, how I'm talking about myself, like giving myself permission to feel free in my body in a bikini walking around, you know, because after being in like my sweats for two months and eating like Christmas cookies like crazy, being in my bikinis, I'm like, whoa, these fit very different, you know. Um, but I get to love myself anyways of noticing, okay, this is where I am. This is where I want to go. You know, I've done this before. I can do it again. And who do I want to be? How do I want to feel? How do I want other people to feel when they're around me? And reconnecting to the relationships with yourself, with the people around you. If you've been eating a lot, you've probably been avoiding people too, right? It's just like a shame spiral that happens. I get it. And so bust open a journal. Do something that makes you proud. I love you. You can do it. There's no quick fix. And... There's actually nothing to fix, right? It's a journey back to your heart. It's a journey back to it's a journey back to who we really are. And feeling satisfied with who we are even if we aren't doing anything. Cuz sometimes food can be something to do. And so know that you are worthy. You are loved. You are powerful. Whether you are doing something or not. You are worthy, loved, and powerful, whether you overeat or not. You are worthy, loved, and powerful exactly as you are. And so affirming that to every cell in your body. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Joyfully You podcast. 
I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe. And if you have other topics or things that you want to hear about, send me a message, send me a DM on Instagram, introduce yourself. I sincerely want to meet you. I'm just like you. I need relationships in my life. And this episode was inspired because someone reached out and asked how to, you know, manage self-love and overeating and with food and how I approach food. And that's why I've created this episode. So if you have questions, if you have um, ideas for topics that you'd like me to talk on, please send me a message. Um, your inspiration is everything to me. So, or your, your, your ideas are an inspiration for me. So I love you guys so much. I know that I don't necessarily know exactly who you are, but I know you because if you're listening to this and you resonate with this, then we are kindred spirits and I'm sending you so much love. I'm sending you a huge energetic vibrational hug from here. Um, You are infinitely loved and infinitely supported. You can be, do, and have anything that you want. Talk to you later.